The Fanny Mechanic Show with Dr. Tash, where we dive in, go deep, and open up about women's health. Hello, and welcome everyone to The Fanny Mechanic Show. I am your host, Dr. Natasha Andriatis, aka Dr. Tash, and this episode is proudly brought to you by City Fertility, Global Leaders in Fertility and IVF. In this episode, we dive into 100 Ways to Relax, Part 2. We go deep with naturopath Brooke Schiller, who opens up about 50 ways to relax that she curated using suggestions made by her clients at Hauser Health. In the last episode of The Fanny Mechanic, we went through 50 ways to relax out of a list of 100 with her colleague Jennifer Ward. In this episode, we go through the second lot of 50 suggestions. A little bit about Brooke. She is a degree-qualified naturopath and nutritionist based in Sydney with a passion for digestive health. Brooke follows an evidence-based approach and has a deep love of learning. Her own health journey led her to the herbal medicine path, and now her greatest pleasure, the number one driver, is guiding people to better health. I hope you enjoy our chat. Brooke, thanks for joining me today. Pleasure, Tash. Thanks so much for having me on. We're going to talk about the next 50, 100 ways to relax uh, that uh, a few of, of your patients have, have come up with, and I, I'm loving this list. And um, number 51 is watch a sunrise. Do you do that often? Yes. This is actually one of my favorites. I'm quite an early bird and um, love to go for a walk just before sunrise and then sit and watch the sun come up. It's beautiful. How about you? Do you do you get to that? I am um, I'm I'm very much an early bird only because the birds actually wake me up. If the birds didn't wake me up, I could probably sleep in. Um, but I do. I like being up at, at before the sun actually comes up and watching the sunrise wherever I am and just watching that that new light. Uh, yes. it, it definitely is something I see more of than which is the next one, number fifty two, watching a sunset. I don't really make time for sunset. Me neither. I I would like to do more of this, actually. I often see beautiful sunsets from my window, um, but I feel like I could make a bit more effort there. It's such a nice time of day. And do you have any highlights in regards to sunrises and sunsets? Like, Have, have you ever thought about the absolute most beautiful sunrise or sunset you've ever seen? Oh, that's a great question. I, I mean, I've seen some stunning of both to be honest but there's not one that stands out particularly um I think what the nicest thing about the ones that are memorable is if it's been really quiet Mm. and if you're sort of by yourself or with one close friend and and you're able to really experience the moment um in solitude I find that quite special so not like in Santorini when people watch the sunset yeah. and there are like thousands of people around. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite the same vibe. <laughs> Number 53 is go to the cinema. Mm. I've been missing this actually um, in lockdown. I haven't been to the cinema for a long time now. Um, but a great way to turn off, isn't it? You just don't think about anything but the movie. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the cinema and I really miss it and I can't wait to go back. Um, I remember last year when lockdown happened and then when lockdown lifted and we can go to the cinema, we watched a movie. I can't remember the name of the movie. It was so bad I hated it. And uh, I think me and my sister walked out. Yeah, I think we did. We walked out. And I remember being disappointed that that was the movie that we chose to watch after lockdown. So this Uh lockdown lift, I'm going to make sure I choose more wisely. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, go for something better. That's pretty dire. You have to get to the walkout phase. Yeah, I haven't done that many times, uh, but that one was was particularly bad. It was very violent. So I, do, I don't like violent films. Oh yes, no, that's not relaxing, is it? Yeah, fifty four is watch a play. I love this concept and, again, it's not something I do very often. But I think like the cinema, when you're watching a play, you don't tend to use your phone, Mm. whereas if you're at home watching something, you do. So I think it's a great way to be taken away and captivated by by somebody else for a while. That's true. I was meant to go down to Melbourne to watch the Harry Potter um, performance. And I think of plays, that was the one thing I had on this year, I suppose it's a, it's a what do you call it, a musical play, same kind of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think uh, hopefully now things will make a comeback and people can watch plays again. Yeah, definitely. That would be a great one. And 55 I've definitely missed, which is watching live music. Oh, so much. I'm probably most excited for this one out of all the lockdown return events. Um. It's just there's nothing quite like it is there. And do you go to any local places to watch music? Are there any places you go to frequently to watch live music? I used to really love going to the Cricketers um, Arms, I think it's called, which is in Surrey Hills, and they have jazz nights, um, I think on a Wednesday it was. And I used to love that because it was really casual. It wasn't crowded or crazy. And um, there was just this beautiful three dudes playing jazz. Wow. Cricketer's arms, huh? Yes, yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> Please. 56 is help a friend with something. That's a pretty easy one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice one. I think um, forgotten about something, but it, forgotten about sometimes, I'm sorry, but it's a really nice one to help people out. Yeah. But- um, is this something that you actively do or just sort of turns up in your day? I think it just turns up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even just answering a I get a lot of friends asking me medical questions. <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so that's a little something that I often do during the day. Um, 57 is laugh with your niece. This is my, yes, this is, this is something I love doing, laughing with the nieces. Do you have nieces? I do. I have one niece and three nephews, and they are fabulous. They, <laughs> yeah, such, a, such good fun. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, Nine, eight, seven, and six. Oh, just all had a day. Birthday. So so they're, before, yeah, just, they're not adolescents yet. They're not teenagers. No, <laughs> they're a fabulous fun age. They're just really engaging and curious. Yeah, it's, it's great. Number 58 is get a massage. Is there a better way to relax? You I know what? So. Mm, a good massage. You're nothing beats a good massage because some massages can be a bit meh. Yes. Yeah. But a good massage, yes, bring it on. Yes, agreed. This next one, 59, I've done once and I really disliked it. It's go to a float tank. Really? I'm so curious. I've actually never been to a float tank. I'm not sure if I like the concept of of it. Um, you didn't like it? No, it was too salty. I got salt in my eyes. I felt claustrophobic. I couldn't wait to get out of there, so I wouldn't do it again. But I know people like doing it. Yeah, I've heard people rave about it, actually. Um, One to try, perhaps, for me. The next one I've definitely done lots of before and loved. Um, Go to an – it's number 60. Go to an infrared sauna. 
Yes, agreed. I think this is so satisfying because it almost gives you afterwards the feeling that you've exercised. because yeah, of all the sweat running off you. <laughs> yeah, such a great one and really interesting health benefits to the soil. Yeah, big time. coming out. And other health benefits are for 61, go for a nature walk where we know the benefits of nature. Yes, it's so lovely. Do you have a favourite place that you go for nature walks? Um, where I live, there's lots of water and greenery and I like to kind of keep it quite simple. And, yeah, I, I, I tend to go to the same places each time, but although I wish – and I, I will do this um, in the next few months, is that I will explore more of Sydney because Sydney is such a beautiful city where you can go for beautiful nature walks and you don't actually have to escape the city to go there. Yes, uh, we're very lucky for that, for mm. sure. Number 62, go to the beach. Now, as a Sydney cider, I don't do this often enough. Are you a beach person? I am. I am. I actually live in Bondi. So oh, you are morning. Sydney I'm- through and through. <laughs> Aren't I terribly so? <laughs> Um, 63 is write down 10 things you are grateful for. I wonder, I mean, I I got into the habit of writing in a gratitude diary at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and the gratitude diary encouraged writing down three things, uh, which I think is more a kind of a easier, realistic thing to write every day if you're going to get into the pattern of it. But I found the the practice of gratitude to be very, yeah, um, helpful. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think so too. I don't do it on a on a daily basis. Sometimes I mentally think things, but I have done practices in the past where I've written things every day, and it does. It puts you in a really positive mindset. Number sixty four. Uh, take your dog for a walk. Do you have a dog? No, I'd love to get a dog. Yeah, do you same. Have a dog? No, but I live in an apartment that doesn't allow dogs, and plus. I'm out all the time and the dog would get abandoned. It wouldn't be fair. Yes, it's a tricky one, mm. but one perhaps for down the track. Yes, that's right. I always say that I'll get one when I retire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number 65 is join a book club. Are you part of a book club? Yes, I, I run the Dr. Tash book club that I've been um, running now since June or July of 2018. And I absolutely love it. I love the people that come to the book club and the people. It's about the people. I mean, the books yeah. are, are a highlight too, uh, but um, it, it's good because it kind of now allows us to come together around a book, but often we don't talk about the book for the whole t- one hour to two hours. It's about other things around that book. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely love book clubs. And I, I would, if I had more time, I'd join an, another book club, um, but you never know, maybe next year. How about you? Yeah, I, I'm actually not. And it's something I've always wanted to do. So I, I must um, look into it a little bit more because I, I adore reading. Yeah, and you can always start your own. You just start your own book club. It's really easy. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll look into that. Yeah. Number 66 is take up dance. I'm, I'm laughing over here because I'm really uncoordinated, <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fun way to move your body. Um, but not something I'm great at. How about you? Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm not coordinated at all. Um, I remember when I was in the UK, I, w- I used to go to – I lived in Oxford and I used to travel to London for um, dance sessions at the Pineapple Dance Studio and they used to 
have sessions where we'll teach you how to dance like Michael Jackson and um, or different different kind of um, you know famous people. And that Michael Jackson class was the hardest thing I've, I think I've ever done physically because I was in a room with other people and we were all we were, you know taught how he moved and I just couldn't do it. I just could not do it. And then there were other people who were very good at it, but I felt, um, yeah, really quite embarrassed. <laughs> it seems that it's an innate skill that some people just have a fabulous sense of rhythm. Yeah, that's right. And an awareness of where their arms are in relation to their legs, that kind of thing. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, exactly. Number 67, enroll in a creative course. This is great. I think there's a lot that have come out actually through COVID, like the clay making kits. Um, and I have a friend who's been doing basket weaving. Like those sorts of things can be a really nice way um, to to relax and just wind down. I think. When was the last time you did a creative course? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I've been doing a bit of painting and sort of online painting classes mm. I started doing that during during lockdown oh, cool. but but nothing um externally at this stage yeah I mean I think yeah lockdown has kind of killed a lot of that but it's amazing what you can do online it oh, really yeah. is yeah there's so many either through YouTube but there's actually um I'm gonna forget the name now I came across an online course platform and it taught writing and painting and and graphic design and all of these sorts of things it was great yeah there's a great place in um, Chippendale in Sydney called so make create and they have a lot of really cool courses and I think I've done most of their courses from embroidery to sewing to um, you know learning how to quilt Wow and yeah. I love places that that just run really cool workshops like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shout it's out to nice So Make Create. Mm, sure. Definitely. And the people you meet again, a lot of it's about the people. And they also have a really cute dog called Pepper. <laughs> That's a highlight. <laughs> 68, get lost in your imagination. I don't think that we do this enough because we're always sort of running from one thing to the next. But all of all of the things on this list sort of enable you to get lost in your imagination, I think. Mm. That's what's quite nice about it. Yeah, and I think as adults we tend to lose that a little bit, don't we? Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's more planning or future thinking than than really imagining play. Yeah, as you could probably experience with your nieces and nephews. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They bring that out for sure. Number 69, I've started... Uh, this, uh, knit a scarf. Amazing. I have definitely knit a scarf before in my life. <laughs> you have? Yeah, I have. It's oh, good fun. I like yeah. it. I haven't delved beyond the scarf. Um, that's quite an easy one, but yeah, knitting's a great activity. And why did you stop at the scarf? Why, why haven't you done anything else since then? Is it because other things have come up or? Yeah, I suppose other things have come up. I, I must admit, when it comes to relaxing hobbies, mm. I, I tend to read. That's sort of no, my you're thing. a reader. Okay. I don't have a lot of other sort of activities I do in that regard, but I, it would be nice to pick up one or two, so that's where the painting came into play. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, I'm the mm. same. I'm a big reader. If I can relax over anything, it's always reading. 
yeah. I kind of have to extend myself if it's something else like knitting a scarf. But the thing with knitting for me was my mother knits or has knitted in the past and it's kind of, it was kind of a nice thing to start with her and to be yes. taught by her. Oh, amazing. I love that. Number 70, I can't remember if I've done this. Actually, I can't remember if I've ever done this. Um, it's Climb a Tree. Yeah, this is definitely one I did lots growing up and potentially with the niece and nephews, um, but not for a little while for sure. Number 71 is clean your junk drawer. I actually like having junk drawers, maybe organising the junk drawer, but I like junk drawers to be junk drawers. <laughs> yes, I, I'm a real um, – clean freak so I find it so therapeutic just being able to go through and make sure that everything's visible and useful in the drawer so you're what star sign are you Gemini Gemini. is that a Gemini tray not that I'm aware of I think (laughs) it's just my own special (laughs) (laughs) number 72 um I think you're probably into this learning something new yes I love learning. I, I do. I, I tend to go back to the things that I'm good at, but I really love figuring out how something works and exploring that. Number 73, oh, I'm really bad at this one, lie down and do nothing tech-free. Mm, yeah, me too, to be honest. Even when I'm lying at the beach, I tend to listen to a podcast or, or sometimes watch the waves, but, yeah, often there's tech involved. Number 74 is listen to the sounds around you. I've started doing this more more now. Yeah, it takes almost a bit of practice, which is odd to say, Mm. um, but a nice thing to clue into. Number 75 is write 10 things you like about yourself. I think the last time I ever read anything about myself was when I went for a job interview more than a decade ago. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Not done that for a long time. How about you? Yeah, I um I have done a little bit sort of around this, and I think when when you delve into journaling and read about prompts, they often get you to write about mm. yourself, which is quite nice. Number seventy six is go on a road trip. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> to be honest, I can't wait. Um, hoping to go up the coast with some friends. Have you got anything planned? Um, no, I don't actually, but I, I do have people asking me, friends and family, for ideas on going on road trips, but I haven't got mm-hmm. anything cemented. Uh, I love being on a road trip when I'm not driving. I like being driven around. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, and it's just nice to look out the window. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to my next road trip. My last one was Mudgy. Uh, it was Mudgy and Blue Mountains. Yeah, that was great. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, amazing. My last was Yamba, actually. Yamba. I heard, yeah. I hear great things about Yamba. It was beautiful. I had never been before and I, um, yeah, I loved it. That's on the way to Byron, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, apparently the food's good there, seafood restaurants. What's, what's the deal yeah. with Yamba? Fantastic. I had the most beautiful food. There's a little town next to Yamba called Angauri. Mm. I think it's the Angauri Cafe or something was a highlight for me. They had really beautiful venue and great food and then the beach just out their front door was amazing. 
And that, that kind of leads into 74, which is plan a holiday. Have you planned your next holiday, Brooke? Well, I have holiday plans at Christmas time to go see family um, back in the Barossa Valley. So that's sort of as far as I've got on that front. How about you? Did you grow up there? I did. Did yes. you? Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've been in Sydney 10 years, but originally from, yeah, the Barossa Valley. South Australian, hey? Mm, sure am. <laughs> um, plan- I haven't planned anything I think it's because I've been traumatized by this year and that every time I planned to go away, I had to cancel each time. Yes. So if anything, I might go to Darwin. I think it's May next year for a conference on transgender health, but that's the only thing I've got kind of penciled in. Um, wow, that sounds interesting. Yeah. I've done this before, number 78. It was cool. I would have said, it's, it was, in 2001 I did this, learn calligraphy. Mm. I definitely tried this as a child. Um, one of my uh, godparents actually is an excellent calligrapher and every year she sends me the most beautiful card that she's done, but it's really hard to do. How lovely. a lot of skill. So you're mm. keeping all those cards? Yes, I am. Gorgeous. It's yeah, really lovely. People are going to look at that one day and go, wow, this looks ancient. Yes. <laughs> it does have that feel to it for sure. Number 79, I've used these but I've never made them. Make a beeswax wrap. Yes, me too actually. A friend of mine posted on Instagram how to make them a little while back and I was surprised how easy they are. You literally just make. cut mm. your fabric, put some little um, beeswax pellets on it and put it in the oven and it, and it melts into a wrap. It's oh, amazing. wow. That sounds really easy. Yeah, yeah. Sounds easier than the next one. 80, make your own almond milk. <laughs> I've made that once. Yeah, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> I didn't like yeah. the taste of it. I thought I'd rather buy it. And I, I prefer oat milk to almond milk or almond milk. I don't know how you say it. Yeah, almond milk. I, I also weirdly struggle with this one. I've tried it a few times and I can never quite get it right. I think I'm a bit lazy and think I can just have it with the pulp in, but then it doesn't <laughs> taste that great. 81 uh, is buy and tend to a bonsai tree. I laugh, I laugh at this one because when I was in high school, my nickname was bonsai and bonsai andreatis because apparently I was a smaller version of my sister and really? I was given a little bonsai tree as a gift for you 12 and I didn't realize it was a deciduous tree and I thought it was dead so I threw it out when all the leaves fell off but (laughs) I was terrible at tending to the bonsai tree. (laughs) That's a real art in itself, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of patience. Number 82, something I've never thought of doing myself, Uh, a lot of people apparently like doing this, restoring old furniture. Mm, this is one I'm totally fascinated by and into. I, I did woodwork when I was younger as a course. Oh, cool. And um, it's always been on my list to get back into that. So the woodwork, were you fully into like the saws and all of that? You weren't scared yeah, by any of I, that? No, I really enjoyed it. I made a fabulous um, coffee table actually, but I like the concept of restoring old furniture. I think that's uh, Mm. Got a nice recycle element to it. Definitely. Like uh, the next one, 83, mend your clothes, your old clothes. Do you do that? Mm. Oh, I'm not a great sewer. No. How about you? Even I suppose, you know, the whole thing about if the button comes off, put it back as opposed to 
throwing out the garment or if there's a little hole in your garment, um, sewing it up or putting like a patch on top, you know, or even converting your clothes. So if the sleeve's ripped, then just take the other sleeve off, off both sleeves to make it sleeveless. Um, yeah. I really love the concept of mending. Uh, I really like old things. And I think that's why I like denim because denim, mm. no matter how much you wear it, no matter what it goes through, denim looks cool even with holes that are unmended, you yes. know? <laughs> that is very true. I do find as well if you're like me and you can't mend, there are a lot of great tailors mm. fixed. Like I've had many things repaired, um, which is great, but it's just not a skill set that I mm. have. The next one is write a love letter. I haven't done that for a very long time. 84, no, write a love letter. Maybe we can start by writing love letters to ourselves. Yes, what a great idea. Number 85, cuddle someone here. I love cuddling my nieces. I love like yeah, squishing them and because they just take it, you know, they, especially my nine-year-old niece, she just sits there and lets me just squeeze her with no complaint. <laughs> yes. They are also good huggers in return. Yeah. The little ones, they give a good tight squeeze. And 86 is get intimate with your partner. Yeah, if you've got one, that's important, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. A nice way to unwind. 87 is teach your dog a new trick. Maybe your, maybe your partner is your dog. <laughs> maybe you've got a real dog and you could teach it a new trick. Yeah, I, I could imagine uh, teaching a dog new, a new trick would be fun. And this is one you'll have to keep in your back pocket for when <laughs> retirement comes. Number 88 is make a casserole for a friend who has a newborn. Yeah, I haven't I, had a friend. I haven't had any friends have newborns for a while. I had a funny conversation with someone the other day and I think they had a newborn. I don't know, somehow it came up that they said they were so grateful, but if they had to eat another lasagna, <laughs> they weren't sure if they were going to make it. <laughs> Number 89, go to the Blue Mountains. Yes, definitely. Yes, I went in May actually um, and it was so beautiful with my parents. It's such a special place up there. It is. Cool energy. Mm. Number 90 is give yourself a head massage. Yeah, I try and do that in the shower. Mm, yeah. There's nothing better, I think, when you're getting your hair washed and mm. they give you a good head massage. Mm. Haven't done this one for a while. 91 is put on an eye mask. Mm. I haven't done an eye mask, but I do quite like those um, face masks that you can get. As the face one. mask sheets. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. It, that's great because it does make you stop and do nothing mm. for 15 minutes. Mm. Lie there. Just lie there. Mm. Number 92 is learn origami. Have you ever done this? When I was a kid. I'm not really into origami. You? No. No. As again, when I was a child, um, I really loved it, actually. I was, a, I was quite a fan, but I haven't done it for years. Number 93 is learn the words of your favourite song. What's your favourite song? Do you have one? Yeah, I like um, Weird Fishes by Radiohead. Oh. That could be my favourite, which Weird doesn't have many fishes. words to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that one. I don't know if I've heard it. Yeah, it's a great one. What's yours? What's your favourite song? I think it would have to be Express Yourself by Madonna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah, definitely. 
very empowering. I feel great when I sing that song and I know all the words. Yeah. Um, number 94, Laugh With A Friend. Can't beat it. Yeah, good belly laugh over stupid yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. The best is when you get the tears. Up. Yeah, that's right. And then the actual belly ache that goes with it. Yes. Number yeah. 95 I've never done before, although I have a few books that tell me how I can do this. It's Make mm. Your Own Face Cream. Yeah, I did a bit of this actually. When I was studying, we had some classes on um, making your own creams with medicinal properties and it's really really good fun because you can make them to be whatever scent you enjoy and be quite personalized but i haven't done it for a little while since then yeah that segues nicely into 96 in regards to medicinal that is spraying lavender on your pillowcase i've definitely done this many times before i love lavender that's probably my favorite scent i'm with you i'm a huge fan i have a lavender hand cream which i use at night time yeah, same. And, um, yep. yeah, I find it's really quite calming as I go to sleep. I've got a lavender eye mask as well that kind of well, smells of lavender. That's really special. Um, number 97, go to an art show. I love art shows. I love the art gallery. Yes, me too. There was something on at the Gallery of New South Wales before lockdown that my friends went to just before lockdown hit and they were raving about it. And so I must try and get there and see if it's still on, but I can't remember what it's called. So that's not very helpful. Was it, um, was it paintings? Was it sculpture? Sculpture? No. So it was apparently done quite a long time ago. Mm. And the person they thought the images that they were creating were really before their time. So mm. they're almost like any, not energetic, but hitting on that type of medium um, of like circles and, and triangles okay. and that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I can't for the life of me remember the name. Yeah, I think I know. Which, I know. I think I know who you mean because I was yes. at the art gallery quite a lot this year. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like I, it starts with an H, but anyway, yep. it's lost on me. Number ninety-eight is make someone laugh. Mm, this always feels good. Mm. I think <laughs> number ninety-nine. Reflect on the good in your life, yes. Gratitude. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Number 100 is sing in the shower. Do you sing in the shower? No, really. Me neither. (laughs) I sing through the house but not often in the shower. (laughs) Yeah, same. I'll sing when I'm – if I'm doing housework and I've got my earpods in and I'm walking around, I'll sing. Um, yeah. I sing in the car often. Um, are there any? Are there any? Is there anything on um, that you would add to this list now that we've gone through the hundred? Yeah, I've got a couple actually. One I couldn't see on there, but gardening. I think that that's such yes. A nice one. I don't think there was um, gardening. Yeah, that's so therapeutic. I find. Um, so I do enjoy that. And and along with that, picking and pressing flowers. Yeah, I love really that. Nice I do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bought this really yeah. cool flower press from um, Melbourne. It's a big one. You know how you can get different size flower presses? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and I bought this one and actually you just reminded me, I've got to take out the flower because it's probably been in there too long. But what do you do with the flowers once they've been pressed? Well, you can use them on all sorts of things. It depends how dry they are. Mm. Um, you can frame them, obviously, or um, glue them onto cards or put them on cakes. 
Yeah. Oh, I saw a really cool um, Instagram recently of using, well, they were probably more fresh than dried um, flowers, but making floral ice cubes. Oh, um, right, yes. So that's one you could do as well. That's pretty cool. Obviously it'd have to be yeah. edibles, right? Yes, yeah, edibles for, for all the food things. But, uh, yeah, cute idea, I think, if you had the flowers around and, and wanted to do something with mm. your free time. One that I have got into lately, actually, Tash, is a Rubik's Cube. Have you ever done one? <laughs> and again, not since I was a kid. Yeah. I really had some time on my hands in lockdown. <laughs> I thought I was going to master the Rubik's Cube and it's quite. And how are you going um, with it? Addictive. Look, it's a slow journey, but I'm getting there. That's fantastic. That's mm. so old school. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the uh, the history of the Rubik's Cube is. Do you know? I actually don't know. I have no idea. But there's a whole lot of videos that you can find of people who can do it in such a short amount really? of time. Really? The first time I did it, I'm almost embarrassed to say it took me two hours. But um, I am improving. That's pretty good that you actually focused on something for two hours. Were you actually just focusing <laughs> on that or were you watching TV? I was focusing on that. It was real dedication. Wow. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think and crosswords. Do you ever crosswords. do crosswords? Yeah, I um, over COVID, I did pick up a few crossword books, mm. and uh, I've never done that before. I think it's because you couldn't go anywhere shopping, right? So I was stuck in a news agency one day, thinking, "Now, what can I buy in here?" And then I'm like, "Yeah, yeah crossword book." Yeah, crosswords are cool because you do learn. You can actually learn quite a, quite a lot by doing crosswords. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, they're pr- they're pretty cool. I do like them. Anything else? Um, probably the only other one that comes to mind is having a play in the kitchen. So making, you know, something fun like gummies or the floral ice cubes, mm. for example. I do find for some people cooking is incredibly relaxing and so if there's no pressure to it, it can be a nice thing to do. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and using different ingredients, it's always exciting when you, you're using something you've never used before. Yes, exactly. So um, gummies, for example, you use, is it glycerin? What do you use for gummies? Gelatin. Gelatin, that's it. Yeah. See, I have gelatin, yeah. but I've, 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 I bought it because I'm thinking I, I need to make something with gelatin. And, um, yeah, I get excited by using different ingredients and and, uh, and learning new cooking methods. Yeah, absolutely. And those sorts of things are quite fun, you know, leading up to Christmas because you can mm. make little treats or things for gifts. That's true. That's um, a good way to combine the two. I had a friend who used to make chutneys for Christmas and give them to people oh, as gifts. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Do you have any extra ways that you like to relax? Um, I, I love sewing, um, mm. making clothes. I really enjoy that. Um, this year I've gotten into Lego. I like oh, playing cool. with Lego again, again because of my niece. And, yeah, we got into the Harry Potter Lego, so we've got all this Lego to play with at the moment. I bought these Lego flower um, bou- bouquet uh, kits because I can't keep flowers alive or plants in my office, so I've decided I'm, I've gotten a Lego set that will enable me to have – a beautiful bouquet, bouquet of flowers that will never die. So yeah. I've yet to make that, but I recently purchased that. And um, I think the other one would be 
I love coloring books. So I, I bought a really cool coloring book recently on on mushrooms and medicinal mushrooms. Oh, and wow. uh, in coloring in the mushrooms, I'm also going to learn about their medicinal properties. So I've learned some really cool things about, I say, oyster mushrooms that uh, they are super high in protein, for example. Um, yeah, so. That's really cool. I love that idea. Yeah. So, yeah, coloring books that enable me to learn something new is something yeah. I really enjoy. Um, oh, I think That's that great I can't think of anything else. Yeah, hobbies. You know, you can. I love. I love exploring new hobbies. Last lockdown, I got into embroidery, and I made some embroidered um, things with my sister. She super got into cross stitching as well. Yeah, and that was heaps of fun. Um, but that was yeah. very two thousand and twenty. Has we haven't done any of that in two thousand and twenty one. So, yeah, I like exploring new hobbies, and I like asking my patients what their hobbies are because I find people have really interesting hobbies, and I think, wow, that sounds like an interesting one. Mm. It's so nice just doing things with your hand, and I think that can be a bit lost with the tech mm. world. But all of these sorts of learning hobbies tend to be have to do with hand you know using your hands in some way it's great well thank you so much for going through that list with me my pleasure so lovely to chat through it all with you i hope you've enjoyed this episode with brooke schiller share this episode with someone if you think it will help or inspire them please subscribe to the fanny mechanic channel and if you haven't already hop over and give the show a fantastic rating shoot me a message on instagram dr tash fanny mechanic and join the fanny mechanic podcast group on facebook let me know of any topics you'd like to hear cool people like an interview or books for us to read and share until next time stay fanny tabulous